Welcome to our Daily Reflection for this Friday, November 17th. And of course, every Friday we remember Good Friday and we make some kind of fast, some kind of sacrifice for those we love, those in need, and in honor to honor Jesus who gave himself for us on Good Friday. And as we're now at November 17th, we're getting closer and closer to the end of the liturgical year, which we'll find here in a couple of weeks. And as we then begin the new liturgical season with Advent, but as we get closer to the end of the liturgical calendar, just as we are coming closer to the end of the calendar, here we are at November and as winter starts to settle in and come closer and closer to the end of the year, the church starts to, in her readings and her reflections, reflect on the teaching of Jesus about the final judgment. And so we get echoes and illusions like the days of Lot and Noah that we're going to hear about in the gospel today about judgment. It's to make us reflect that just as the year comes to an end every year, uh, our lives also and the world itself will have their endings. And so we don't live forever and the world doesn't go on forever. And there will be an ending both to our own story, our own personal life, as well as to the story of the world and to the nations as they are, and the earth. And then there'll be a new beginning. And there'll be a new beginning for us who die in Christ. And so the church prepares us for this idea of ending and the idea of judgment so that we're not caught off guard and that we can prepare our hearts to be purified and to be right with God so that we can be raised on that last day. And so I want you to think about that. That's a major theme that's gonna run for the next couple of weeks. And so we need to be attentive to it. Uh, the reading from the Book of Wisdom is about how, you know, when it comes to judgment, God can be known by everyone because of creation. God's put his stamp and his fingerprints all over his works, all over the works of creation and nature. And, uh, and so people are foolish if they are ignorant that there is a God. And that's what wisdom starts with. And, you know, you should be able to know from the good things that are seen the good one who is not seen, the invisible one, God. And then from his works, you should be able to discern the divine artisan. And so there's two major metaphors here for God. He is the artisan who should be known by his works. In other words, when you look at creation and you look at a sunset, a sunrise, the clouds, the stars, the moon, the, the beauty of creation, you should be able to see that if there's beauty, there's an artisan. And then it talks, using a different analogy, from the greatness and beauty of created things, we should be able to discern the original author. In other words, there's meaning in life and in creation and in his creatures and especially in human beings. And that means there's a divine, an original author. So you have God as an artisan and as an author. And from those two things, we should be able to deduce the divine God. Right? We should know that there is a God. In other words, by the beauty and goodness and order of God's works, we should know that there is a creator and an artisan. And from the purpose and meaning of life and of the world, we should know that there is an author. Now, the danger is when we, out of envy, try to deface or change the works of God, thinking that we can make and be a better artisan, or when we think we can be a better author and we decide to push God out of authoring our story and the story of the world, and we want to make ourselves the author. And that is the devil's temptation. But we can never 
be the artisan at the level of God in terms of creating beauty, and we can never be a better author. It's better for God to be the author of our story than to create our own story from scratch, right? And that is the temptation of our age, right? And we can see this in so many different ways where people think they can be their own artisan and change their gender or change their identity in radical ways. And we are creatures, we're not the creator. And it's always the devil who induces us to the great temptation that we can be our own author and that we can be our own artisan. Now, God allows us to be co-creators with him in certain ways, and he allows us to be co-authors of our own story in certain ways. And that's a beautiful invitation, but we can't let that become a temptation to be the sole artisan or to be the sole author. And that's something we should reflect on in these readings today as we reflect on the coming endings and the account, coming accountability before God that we all must face. So I pray that the Lord gives you encouragement and wisdom to, to, to discern with joy and great gratitude the divine artisan and the divine author. May the Lord bless and keep you. To sign up and start receiving these daily reflections in your inbox every day for free, visit form.org daily and enter your email. You can watch these reflections in video format by visiting formed.org. Formed is an online Catholic streaming service created by the Augustan Institute and Ignatius Press with award-winning studies and parish programs, inspiring audio content, movies, eBooks, and family-friendly kids programming. To support the mission of the Augustan Institute, please visit missioncircle.org.